Welcome to this conversation brought to you by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer, and today I'm chatting with Jacqueline Buckle. Jacqueline. Hello. How are you doing? I am fantastic because I am in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing all right, though? I mean, we're a few okay. days in. No, it's actually been great. This is, I feel like, my best year ever. Why is that? Oh, my gosh. I So it's so interesting. This is my eighth year teaching, okay. and I have uh, done boudoir master's class for eight years, and this class this year was just totally with it. They were awake. They were interested. <laughs> they asked questions that were not... Um, irrelevant, which is kind of cool. I love that you start with they were awake. Yes, well, it was it was uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, first class. It was the first day of the conference, which, you know, does help. But, right, um, a lot, actually. Yeah, sure. By the third day, I wouldn't expect mm-hmm. half of them to be awake. Mm-hmm. But, but no, it was good. They felt, I felt like they were there for the right reasons. And yeah. they were, they were all sort of at the same, maybe even level. They were all maybe intermediates, not quite new, new, but not so old that they're sitting there on their phones the whole time. So you didn't have like that one person? Not this year. The the one person was not there. No, it was incredible. It it made all the difference. And then I think the vibe was really good. There was a lot of energy. There was some laughter, good questions. Um, It was, it was good. And then the photo walk, I felt the same. I felt there was, there was hardly any shooting. They were really just interested in what was going on and taking notes and taking video and oh my gosh. And you know, there's always that one person that wants to be photographing everything and he's in yeah. everybody's way yeah. and, and or she it can yeah. be both yeah. this year none of that really it was uh, respectful and engaged well I that mean, is something yeah it's encouraging so yeah actually. i'm very happy <laughs> i'm glad to hear good for you yeah Tell us about yourself a little bit. Boudoir is is one of your specialties. That is definitely a specialty. It's mm-hmm. the thing I've been doing the longest. Mm-hmm. I it's a weird sort of back way that I got into it. I have a master's in public health mm-hmm. and I spent loads of money on an education yes. <laughs> and then decided I wanted to be a photographer. <laughs> and my father looked at me and said, well, that was a waste. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, no, come on, dad, really? Yeah. This is what I love. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And I tried to think about how to connect public health to photography, mm-hmm. thinking there's got to be a way, there's got to be a way I can connect these things. So it's not a waste, not realizing in my, you know, youth that there's, nothing is wasted. Education is never wasted sure. no matter what. But I thought about women's self-esteem and I thought about how self-esteem really has an impact on so many things. The decisions we make, the way we make decisions, particularly with young girls, the way they make decisions about all kinds of risky behaviors. Yeah. And I thought if I can help a woman improve her self-esteem or, or see herself in right. a way that's more, um, I guess, authentic, mm-hmm. maybe she can then impart that to her children and yeah. they can, you know. The ripple effect. Yes. So that was my lofty goal. And That's your MO then. Yeah. It's real women working with women who really um, maybe even need to see themselves a right. little differently. So that's how I started the brand. It was real women. That was That is the brand. And mm-hmm. it's um, based on, yeah, I want women to see themselves as beautiful and I want it to impact them. I want it to be for them. Maybe not so much for someone else though that's a great byproduct so that was the way that i started but then as things evolve i got into families i got into children i got into weddings and it just it was a natural evolution so the boudoir is the first love and that is the thing i've been doing the longest but everything else has evolved from there so you do all of those do all of those currently i do 
And you're you're out of Tucson, I am. Correct? Yeah, Tucson, Arizona. So you're working all year long. Yeah, you know, not in the summer. <laughs> so the summer, you really do take some time off. Yeah, in the summer. there's a big break in the summer. The indoor work is still okay in the summer and i do have a home studio so Mm -hmm. the boudoir work can continue right you can keep going yes and newborns things like that but family sessions definitely fall off as Mm -hmm. do weddings for sure yeah there's probably not a wedding in july no and if there is it's an extraordinary discount (laughs) someone is there because they're from out of town the first time i went to phoenix it was for a wedding in august wow and it was i remember we were at the pool at the hotel outside at night it was midnight and it was a hundred. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And I remember it got up to one eighteen that that one of those days. And I remember thinking, "This is, this is amazing." It's brutal. You can't walk on the pavement. Yep. Barefoot. Yep. At all. Nope. <laughs> you really can't. And uh, I That's grew real. up. I grew up in Pennsylvania, so it's. I mean, I didn't. I haven't lived there for a very long time, yeah. but it, it's a very different environment in in total. And the seasons are so drastic that you really do have a very heavy fall and a very heavy spring mm. when it comes to any outdoor work. Right. And then things fall off in the summer for sure and then yeah. some in the winter as well. But it is, I did a wedding in August once in Tucson. It was oh. my first year there. And I said to myself, I, I really need to charge double if I'm going to do this Never again. Never again, it self. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was great, just but add you know. A zero. Yes, right. I understand. <laughs> I was the one standing in the sun the whole day. So, know you know, it, it was know rough. It. They're, they're brutal. Yeah. So we're going to talk about um, your your portrait session process, kind of from, you said, um, like from booking mm-hmm. all the way to in-person sales. Let's just go through that. Okay. First of all, let me ask you this. Why? Why that? Why that for you, from you, to talk about the whole shebang from beginning to end? So I think one of the things that I learned the hard way was that you can't do this job half-assed. You Mm. can't just be a creative. You can't just be a business person. You have to do everything right and actually have a process Mm. that you follow that works every time. If you want to be successful. If you want to be successful. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) And I think that that makes all the difference. And when you start, it's so natural to just pick up a camera and say, I'm going to photograph and I'm going to do this and this is great. And then you sort of get bogged down by all of the details. And maybe you even fall off because you just can't foresee how you're going to make this profitable. Yeah. So I think having through the years, and I've been doing this now pretty much 11 years, but eight full time. Mm -hmm. I feel like every year has been a better year than the last, which is pretty novel, actually. And and does that seriously play out statistically? Yeah. You have improved every year. I have. Every year I have improved. Every year I have made a little bit more money. Good for you. Now, whether I've spent a little bit more (laughs) remains to be seen. That's a different class. That's always a different, but (laughs) in my head. We can look at Dave Ramsey for that if we want to. (laughs) Exactly. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Right. But no, it's been, it's, and when I look at the numbers and I think about why it's working and what's working for me, I think it has everything to do with you find the thing that works and you just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And then the things that don't work, you, you learn to let go of. Okay. So this process that I use is not, it's not rocket science and it's not anything that's different. I think than what many educators are talking about for photography. It's just the fact that I committed to it and I'm sticking to it and it works for, you really do it. Yeah, for sure. And every time I've come to this conference as a student, 
I would make a list of the things I was going to go home and implement because you get so overwhelmed by all the things that you see yes. and do and want to do, right. but then you never turn any of them into action. Yes. And I tell people take no more than three. Yes. Like write down yep. up to three. Three is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> if you go home with one and you implement it, it could be worth it. Absolutely. But just stop at three, go home, do three. Yep. Because then you, because you can. Yeah. Right. It's, and that's what matters. It's manageable. Yeah. Yes. All right. So you start so, yeah. with, well, so, I'll let you just start. Yeah. Where, where do you start? And, so, and this applies to the way I do boudoir sessions too. So I consider right. a boudoir session a session. Weddings okay. are a different animal, but sure. pretty much any other portrait session I'm doing covers, uh, I cover it the same way. Okay. So I start with an inquiry. The inquiry comes through my website, generally through a contact form I have embedded and I have my boudoir work separate from my main website. So it comes in, you know, just as, as an inquiry and I do ask for a phone number okay. and that phone number I think is one of the most important things that I ask for because it allows me to reach out to them and say, Hey, I saw your inquiry come through. I'd love to talk with you more about, you know, what you're interested in. So it starts the conversation. <laughs> And through that conversation, we get to a point where we talk about expectations, we talk about what they're looking for, we talk about pricing, because that does come up. It is a question that most people and ask. And this is on the phone. This is on the phone. Mm -hmm. And then I offer to follow up with an email with everything we talked about after right. we get off, if they're not ready to make a decision. Sure. Which I would say for me, most people are not, unless they've been referred by somebody who's already used me, who already prepped them somehow for like the whole process. I do find that a follow-up email generally is, is the next step. They don't usually book immediately on the phone. Okay. And then I follow up with an email and then we have uh, usually a conversation, you know, yes. Okay. This looks good. Talk to my husband, whatever it was. Right. I feel good about this. And then what I do is I ask for a non-refundable deposit as a session fee. And that so the session fee mm -hmm. is, isn't paid in full. Yes. And you asked for that up front. I do. Um, and it's non-refundable. That is correct. Okay. And I implemented that in year three when I realized that people were not showing up. Yep. They were walking away or yep. they were not calling back. And I didn't want to live that way. <laughs> I right. wanted I want to know that you're going to be there. And I wanted people to feel like this was a reservation, right. you know, for their time and mine. Right. right. So it, it made all the sense to me and it has, it has almost never failed me. I mean, in the few times that it's been either a miss in terms of they didn't, the expectations were not set properly. It's almost always my fault. Right. And it just means I didn't have the right conversation with them. Sure. I get that. So, and in those cases, of course, I'm not going to, you know, take their money and run. Right. But Generally speaking, it's non-refundable, but it is changeable. I will allow them to reschedule if the well, kids the point are sick is you're, or something. You're, you know? you're putting it out there, and it's yeah. it's interesting how people value yes something like that when they've actually paid for it. Absolutely, everything changes. And I will say, there's a little bit of not intentional per se on my. I'm not looking to scam anybody, no. but they forget that they've spent that money money spent by the time they forgotten. come back and so it, yes. it's almost not even relevant sure. to what they're planning to purchase after the absolutely fact. not you're right so it definitely is is advantageous in that way too mm -hmm. um so yeah so after they do the non-refundable deposit we set up another time to either meet or talk now i will tell you I would prefer to meet with them in person to do an in-person consultation before the session. Right. I don't get a lot of buy-in on that. The high school seniors tend to be the ones that want to do that. 
right. more. The families, moms, they're very busy mm-hmm. managing their kids and their lives. They would rather just talk to me on the phone. So another phone conversation. Yes. So yes. that that phone conversation that you've already mentioned is not the consultation. It is not. Because at that point, for the most part, they haven't even booked yet. That's right. So that's like pre-booking. Yes. This next phone conversation or a meeting in person mm-hmm. is the consultation. That's right. Okay. And in that se- that session, if you will, that conversation, we talk about location. Mm-hmm. We talk about clothing. Yeah. We talk about what their goals are for the session. Right, what you they know, want. Yep. Do they want something that's just the family? Are they happy to do something that's more extensive? And I, even when they say, oh, we just want a family picture, I'm always going to photograph kids by themselves, siblings together, mom and dad together. So that's part of the process, which I get to with the shooting. But usually I do ask, you know, what is this for? How long has it been since you've had a photo session? You know, are you looking for something to replace something that's on your wall or have you just never done this? Right. And so I'm kind of trying to plant seeds already too with what are you looking for? Would you love some, something for your wall that's beautiful? And would you love something that's I don't know, maybe an album, you know, that you can have that that documents this. So this is kind of the pre-selling piece. It is. It is. Without being salesy, I right. am asking, sure. what what are your goals? What are you looking for? Right. You know, what are your expectations? And I'm also setting expectations, which we've already talked about a little bit when we talk about pricing up front, um, for what it is that they think that maybe what they've heard that the, they want to invest in like, you know, oh, my friend bought this album and I really would love an right. album too. Yeah. Or, you know, no, you know what? I'm really a digital person. I'm really do, do it myself. You know, do you offer that? You know, let's talk about that, which we talk about that in the pricing, but we also talk about it again in the expectations. So when they're coming in, if they come in in person, is it an advantage for them to actually be there? Because you can show them Absolutely. things Absolutely. during your non-salesy pre-sale. Yes. Yes. Right. Oh, you're interested in an album? Great. Look at these albums I've right. got here. Just, what do you, you know, like? What, yeah. yeah. Do you see something here that interests you? Sure. And again, it's it really works for the seniors because they do, for some reason, well, they want to talk about clothing. And that's usually yeah. why they want to meet yeah. me in person because sure. they want to go through all their ideas, which right. is great. I really love that. Yeah. Moms, generally speaking, are you know not looking to do clothing changes. They just want one look which yeah for the family photo sure yeah so i'm bouncing a little bit but anyway Mm -hmm. so yeah so the second conversation is more about location clothing yeah uh time of day we always have to have that conversation particularly if i'm working with a mom that has young kids right you know they want to work around kids nap schedule and i'm i'm very much firm on you know hey you remember that photo session on my blog that you said that you loved that happened right around sunset and that's this time of day right now. Yeah. So, you know, if you really love yeah. that light, we really probably need to look at need to scheduling a little bit later, you know? <laughs> and I've had moms who've had the same concerns you have. And yeah. what I've told them is to maybe try for a later nap schedule that yeah. day. Yeah. Or, you know, and it's just so you have to kind of anticipate some of those barriers and be able to to yes and them. Yes, I totally hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And here's what I've done when others have said that same thing. Right. Well, and that's one of the reasons why a consultation is so important is For because sure. you can all get on the same page. Yep. Because even if you're aware of what they like, they might not understand what is required in order to make that happen. Absolutely. So you yep. have there's some education going on there. Yep, there right? really is. Oh, you like sunset portraits. Well, that takes place at sunset <laughs> exactly well and, and honest it sounds funny no I know it's it does, true but that happens yes okay i like these sunset portraits uh we have time from uh 10 to 11 in the morning <laughs> right 
<laughs> it's not going to happen. Nope, I'm not that good at Photoshop, folks. <laughs> well, and I don't, I don't really want to mess <laughs> right. around to that degree right. with Photoshop. It's so, so true. Yeah, that that I I get it, and and then I think people need to understand that that's one of the reasons why the pre-selling is always a big idea too, but that's also one of the reasons why I think consultations are so important. Get on the same page beforehand as much as possible. Absolutely. So what's the next piece? So then we really are pretty much at the point of date setting. I mean, a lot of times we've already kind of picked a date when they right. make the non-refundable deposit. Sure. Yeah. But really and truly, maybe something has changed in that conversation. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Then if we want sunset, we need to do it, right. you know, different day. Different time. Yeah. But most of the time, it's more just a confirmation. Okay. So we're good. We're going to meet here. We're yeah. going to meet at this time at this place. And I often find that they do follow up with clothing questions later, mm -hmm. which I always say to to them, you know, go ahead and text me with some of your ideas. Yeah. I'm happy to weigh in. And my phone is my phone is my phone. It's my phone number. It's been my phone number for 20 years. So my personal phone and business phone are the same, okay. which um, I hesitated to do, but then realized it was just easier I like for it. me. I like it these days. There might have yeah. been a time where I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, but I like it now. Yeah. It's one phone, one, yeah, one, one, one phone to rule them all. Yeah. <laughs> no. I had two for a while. I had two cell me phones too. for a while and I did not like it. Yep. And you just never know. And then people would text me on one and it wouldn't work. And then I'd text them on the other and it was so confusing. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and now my sta my standards are if if I don't know you or if, or if you know what, if I do and I don't want to talk to you, I don't answer the phone yeah. <laughs> or I don't respond to the text. Exactly. You know, because I have one phone, there it is. Yep. And I'm not too worried about who has it because I just don't yeah. answer if I don't want to. Yep. It's fair. <laughs> so there's me that. too. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm always happy to give that out for them to text me and mm -hmm. look and and so and they will. A lot of the moms will. They'll say, "Hey, you know, here's what I was thinking," and they'll lay it on their yeah. bed for them for me, yeah. and they'll take a picture and I'll I'll weigh in. Right. And it's usually fine. You know, I I and that is one of the things I do when I talk to them about clothing. I have a very kind of standard spiel that I give, which is that, you know, there's really very little that you could wear that would offend me from a, from a, what I would be willing to take a picture of okay, you in, Sure. but here are some parameters right. and I give them those parameters, which are generally for me, things like, you know, think about what, what already looks great on you. Think right. about what you have in your closet, color wise and clothing wise, that when you wear people say, wow, that looks great. Yeah. And I say, that's where you start. Yeah. Don't go out and buy a whole new outfit for a whole new family right. because you're going to look at that and say, hmm, that's, why did we do that? That's not us. Yeah. Why right. are we wearing black shirts and jeans? We never wear black. <laughs> we, why are we matching? Yes. <laughs> so I, I very often guide them loosely, you okay. know, and then say, and most of the time, I think nowadays anyway, it's a much more coordinated effort sure. and less matchy matchy and less, you know, but if people come with matching, I'm totally okay with that. Right. Not going to say no, Okay. <laughs> but, but I do give them some guidance and I have a, I have a little page on my website of things I've pulled together color wise that other clients have done that I thought the color palettes worked really well. Right. And so I send them to that. But Pinterest is, I mean, you can't, you know, Google family clothing portrait and you'll get 10,000 coordinated get a couple efforts. Options. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> feel like I really need to overguide. Right. But yeah, so that's what we're talking about in that. And then I'll usually follow up if the session is soon, I won't necessarily follow up like again, if it's like two days from then, which has right. happened, it's been sort of a fast turnaround. But if it's like a month out or two months out, I'll usually follow up. 
I'd say maybe like the week before just to okay. make sure nobody's sick. Nobody's, right. you know, changed schedules. No one's fallen down the steps yes. and has a big bruise yes. on their face. And let me tell you, I think 75% of the people that I photograph family wise are like, oh my gosh, so-and-so just had an accident. Yeah. And they have them. And I'm like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, right. We, we can work with that. We as can, long as they're not in the hospital. Right. We're okay. Yeah. So I think for the most part, that's the pre- I don't know if you want to call it the pre, um, it's just the preamble to the session. Sure. And then what I usually do is also preparing them ahead in every conversation. We are doing a in-person sales review and I call it an, 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 I I don't call it an in-person presentation with them. I call it like a premiere, like your, your session premiere. And so they'll have a chance to schedule that. Usually I talk with them at the session to schedule that because their schedules, you know, our schedule may have changed. So their schedule may have changed. And so usually it's about a week after the session, but it could be more. Just give yourself a week to 10 days and after the session to have it ready for them to come back and see. Yes. And unless there's some sense of urgency, which there rarely is, sure, I could always turn it around faster, but I prefer not to. Right. Right. So, so yeah. So then they come back to my home studio, which I do ask them to, so Tucson's kind of spread out and we don't really have a good interstate system. So I do have clients who are still in Tucson who do have to drive about an hour to get to me. And it's just the nature of the way the road systems are set up. And it's, it's, you know, 14 miles and it still takes an hour. Right. So, um, I do sometimes get a little pushback on that and I, I will always say, you know what? I really, here's why I do this. Here's why I think it's really important for you to be here. First, it's on your schedule. And you'll come and you'll see these pictures and you're going to be so glad you made the time to do this. Right. And second, it gives you an opportunity to really see the things that I offer in person. If you haven't right. already had the in-person consultation, right. you'll get to see the albums, you'll get to see the wall art, you'll get to see lots of things and you'll get to see your pictures really big on my big screen TV, which I promise you is going to look way better than right. your monitor or your phone. Of course. Which is more likely these days. Right. So... I actually don't get a, a much pushback on the in-person sales. After that. I mean, at that point, yeah. when you've, when you've yeah. laid it out like that, people aren't pushing hard much. No, they really aren't. Okay. And they know where I'm located before the, everything happens to well, so, you. So, I mean, said there's that an you've expectation. Also, you've also talked about this already. So, this, yes. this isn't like a surprise. This it's is not. how it works now. Nope. It is, it is iterated in the conversation. It's reiterated in the email I send Mm -hmm. them. And then of course it's, you know, when we schedule the session, I keep slamming that. Do you, do you ever fold on that? There have been, okay, here's one where I did, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I do. Because life is life and and you can only push a person so far before you feel like you know what i've done my best to get them here and if if it's not going to happen i don't want to make them mad and walk away so i had one mom she had a maternity session she came to see the photos she did everything you know i asked her to do then when she had the newborn i she was like would it be okay if you just shared them with me online because you know the kid and this and that and she lived an hour she was one of those that lived an hour and I already knew that she knew what to expect because we'd already done it with the maternity session so in that case I was actually okay but I will tell you she still hasn't followed up and it's been a month so you know I've followed up with her a couple times hey I saw you looked at the pictures what do you think you ready to think about what you want to order so that's that's where you potentially lose you know do I think she's going to still buy something absolutely you know these are her newborn pictures but is she going to take 
that month or two months yeah. because life happens. She absolutely is. Right. And, and then you've, and you've lost the, you've lost the control of the experience and absolutely. everything else too. Yes. Right. So I can tell you almost without fail, every time I, I give in, I regret that I gave in. Right. And I think I wish there was a better way I could have brought them here or gone to them, which I am starting to think about the idea of Going doing to them. Yep. that yep. for clients who really are resistant for sure. whatever reason. I did it once for a wedding and it worked out really well. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think it's just been okay for now where most people are willing to come to me. Come to you, right. But I think that if I think about it more, that would probably be a better plan than saying, sure, I'll put them online. Right. How about I come to you? How right. about we make a time for me right. to come and show you the pictures? Yeah, I like that. So I like that idea. That's just something that I haven't needed to implement just yet. But, yeah. I, but I would say that I try my hardest to get them in the door. Sure. And then for out of town sessions, I do do a lot of travel for the photography. So um, I do tend to cave more with the out of town sessions. I have tried Skype to show pictures at the same time while Skyping How's and that go? <laughs> is, is just is such a hassle. Less so, than ideal. Yeah. So I, I really, if, if someone out there who can invent this is listening, yeah. <laughs> I would really like some way to do a premiere session with a client yeah. over the phone while, you know, they're in a different state. Yeah. It's, it's just not something I've been able to work out yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so what's the next piece? So the next piece is literally the in-person sales session. So they come yep. to my home studio, they walk in the door. I have a sign that greets them. So they know that they're, cause it is my home. Right. So they have, I have to make sure that they know they're at the right place. Right. And, uh, then they come in the door and I usually have water bottles out because it's Tucson and it's dry, and, yep. but it's still a nice courtesy. Mm -hmm. And they sit down on the couch and we have a nice conversation and the albums are all spread out on a coffee table. I have three different tiers of albums that I offer. And so I keep them in those piles, like kind of uh, good, better, best sort of in, in order. I have wall art that's hanging on my walls. I have right. a big screen TV that's right. about 60 inches okay. and it's pretty close to the couch. So it's, you know, you're not like way far away right. from it. So it's really just, a, it's first a conversation, you know, how are things? It was good to see you. How'd you feel about the portrait session? Okay. You excited to see the pictures? And they almost always are. Sure. So <laughs> sometimes if it's a boudoir session, they're a little nervous, but right. that's in a good way. Um, and so I do a slideshow presentation of okay. my favorite, usually it's about 10 to 15 images that I okay. have called. So in, in the interim, of course, I'm editing. I call okay. the pictures, I edit in Lightroom, and then I pull 10 to 15 of my favorites for a slideshow. Okay. And I don't fine tune edit those in terms of like real serious editing, but I do do a little bit more care on those. Just give them a little bit of skin softening, little bit of making this, little sure bit of that. that it's a little bit nicer. Now they're seeing, eventually they're seeing for the sales appointment more than 10 to 15. They are, they are. But though you, your slideshow is not everything that they're seeing. That's your correct. slideshow is composed of just your 10 to 15 favorites. That's right. Set okay. to music. Helpful to know. In a really fun, uh, you know, way, like a really- What do you, what software do you use I for I currently use Animoto. Uh, okay. To do for the, the slideshow, slide yeah, and then I use uh, ProSelect Pro to Select show them for the sale. all of the pictures okay. after. So the Animoto part is fun. It's it usually gets them really excited. They see the oh, those yep. are great, those are great. And I will say, and I think I heard you maybe say this in a podcast. Um, 
I do edit the pictures, those 10 to 15, but I will tell you, they almost always choose those of course. when they're, because they can see the difference, you yeah. know? And so, and, and it means a lot to them that they are your favorites. Yes, absolutely. I can't tell you how many people ask, well, did all the ones in your slideshow, did I pick all those? Right. Because they really do want to know, you know, yep. did, did you like the same ones I did? Yeah. So, so yeah. So after they see the slideshow, then I go through ProSelect and I have probably 50 images to show them and then I go through and I let them choose and I say just go with your gut we can always narrow down later just tell me what you love right right. and because you know so many people get bogged down I don't know how I'm gonna choose I like them all and I'm like just choose them all if you like them all we'll work with that every one of them so I slide them on over into the happy face category there's a happy face in pro select and then we look at the happy face images together and then they decide from there it's it's that point that I usually hit pause in my own head and I say okay here are your favorites. We've got 25. Mm-hmm. What do you think you'd like to do with them after, right. you know, we've already had this conversation. I do have a price sheet out also because they often don't bring the paperwork. Is with that them. online? It is not online. Okay. The only time I communicated to them is via email after we've had the conversation. Okay. So they do have a copy of it. Right. Um, they also actually also print a copy that I give to them at the session itself. When we're okay. leaving, they do sign, a, they have an opportunity at the close of the session to sign a permissions to let me use images sure um and i usually do that if they want a sneak peek okay and so that is an opportunity where they also get a folder that has the pricing in it Mm -hmm. so they get it potentially twice before they show up at my door right but then you have one i do because i would say only 95 percent of the people don't bring them (laughs) so yeah so i have that out and then um i say you know what are you thinking are you thinking about like do you want something for your wall are you Mm -hmm. looking at albums and so that's just where the conversation goes and i can tell you when i first started doing the person sales, I was really, really nervous about selling. I didn't want to be salesy. I didn't know how I was going to do it in a way that didn't sound like I was being salesy. Right. And I, I had no problem selling my work, selling my creativity. Mm-hmm. And so I had to switch in my head to the idea of I was still doing that. Okay. I was still selling my beautiful images. Right. And so I was still able to believe in them in a way where initially I I couldn't I couldn't make that leap from I believe in my images, but I don't believe in the sales process. I get it. Now sure. I connect it in a way where it it's not hard. It's right. oh my gosh, I love that image too. And you know I feel like that would be great on metal. Right. Or that would be really great as an album. Or you've got twenty five images. That's a lot. How mm-hmm. would you feel about maybe getting an album? Because then you can have them all in one place. Yeah, integrating the products into the whole mindset. Is, yeah. is seemingly effective uh, because that's really what it's all about for in-person sales is so that they can decide what they want yes. and that they can see their options, Yes. right? Um, what about, that brings me to this, what about digital files? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, dun, it's a dun, beast. Dun. I, I know. I feel like that's, like that's the music that needs I to play. I know, it's <laughs> awful. I, uh, I can't tell you how it pains me because there is a part of my heart that I really just want to sell them a product. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sell them a digital product. Mm-hmm. I, I know from experience that if I only sell a client a digital file, they are not going to do a dang thing with that image. It's going to sit on a disc or a thumb drive and it's going to go, it might go on their phone and they might show their pictures to their friends, but they're not going to do anything tangible with it. Mm -hmm. So I do offer them at a premier price, premium price. So if they really do want digital files, it makes it that much there's a, there's a barrier, if you will, to entry in that regard. If they really want them, they can have them. But I will say most often people are buying them and something else. 
Now, I know some photographers who do like a, if you spend this much, yep. you yep. get the digital images. Yep. And I think that that's a fine way to do sure. it too. Um, encouraging the product sale by giving them what they want attached to it. Right. And I think that that would work really well too. Right now, I just have it priced at a place where if they're willing to buy it, I'm happy it's to sell it. It's just expensive. It right. is, it is. Which actually often, still people are willing. They, there's something about, and for the client who hesitates, I say, well, you know what? I'm happy to give you the images small with my watermark on them right. so that you can share if that's really what you're looking for. Because I do ask, when they ask for digital files, I say, well, what do you think you'd like to do with those? Right. Well, I just want to share them. I just want to make sure everybody can see them. I've got a great solution. And you don't have to you know, worry about buying everything you see up here from a digital standpoint. Does that deter them then from buying a product though? It does not because they also want something for their house, for their mm -hmm. home, but they want to share it too, right? Okay. There, I think some people think, well, if I'm going to hang it in my home, the only people who are going to see that are the, the people who walk people through my door. My house, yeah. <laughs> what about what about grandma who lives in Nebraska? How is she going to see these piece. images? Right, right. So I think that for them, it doesn't deter them. It just, it, I would say... I would say like 60% of my clients still buy the digital files okay. and I don't sell them all. I sell them in increments. Okay. So it's five. Then there's a jump to 10. There isn't in between if they want, but most people choose between the five or the 10. Mm -hmm. And if they want more than that, it's a per image yeah. add on. So I'm not saying, okay, sure. For $500, you're going to have all of them. Right. That's, that just shoots me in the foot. Sure. So I don't, I don't do it that way. Okay. So makes, yeah, that makes sense. But I do offer it. I do feel like it's a very difficult conversation to say no to. Yeah. And there are better ways to say the yes and, you know, yes. And if you buy this beautiful 20 by 30, you can have the digital file as well or sure. something like that. Of course. And I just, I, I, it's not quite what I do yet. What would you say to sum everything up? Um, just advice in general for someone that Let's talk, let's, let's talk to the person in particular that is primarily selling digital files or a session with digital files in a package or whatnot. What would you say to somebody like that if they're hearing this and they're wanting to go this route but haven't made that jump yet? I would say, so there's two things. I learned very early on that you can't sell what you don't show. Mm. And I think that that has served me year after year. If you want to sell somebody a 20 by 30, then you need to have also an 11 by 14 and an eight by 10. Mm. And you need to be able to show them yeah. if they come in and say, I want an eight by 10. Right. Well, do you, you know, how do you feel about that eight by 10 <laughs> when it sits next to this 20 by 30 sure. and here's my wall that's the same size as your wall. Right. And there's lots of, you know, I mean, ProSelect and Fundy and all of these different softwares allow you now to do things where you can project have that people, size. Yeah. Right walls and, and do the simulations. And I feel like those are great tools to have, but I still think having physical samples mm -hmm. for people to see yep. makes a big difference, especially if you're looking to sell something like canvas and metal and something, you know, you well, want you're them trying to, to sell see. a physical product yes. too. They need to be right? able to see it sure. and touch it and feel okay. it. So I would say have samples and mm -hmm. I know samples can be expensive, but yep. lots of the labs run lots of sample yep. discounts and prices and yep. the white house I know does a great job with their sample sales. Yep. So I'm always a fan of those. That's how I built my literal studio portfolio right. was through sample and you sales. Get sample albums all the time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. So I, I definitely encourage that. And I think it makes a big difference. I would also just encourage someone to just try one in-person sales Try to session. do one. Just one. All you need to That's do is try one. That's a good call to action right there. Try yep. to do one. Pick somebody, right? Yep. 
that that you feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Don't pick somebody that you're scared to death of or that you're that, that's intimidating. Yep. Pick somebody that you feel comfortable with or that you have a rapport with and try one in-person sale. I love that idea. Yeah. I, and I can't tell you, I don't know anybody that has tried one where it hasn't worked out. Right. And they haven't said, why have I not been doing this right. my entire career? Yeah. It is it is one of those things. When it when it goes well, it is sweet. Yeah. And 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 you and you're happy of course because it's 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 profitable when it mm-hmm. goes well. But it also feels really really good to know that you're giving somebody A what they want mm-hmm. and B what you really know they should have. Yes, absolutely. And I believe that. Right. I really do. I mean, I tell a story on my wedding website about my mom passed away when I was 25. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of pictures of her. Mm-hmm. I have her on my dad's wedding album. And yeah. if I didn't have that wedding album, yeah. I don't know what I would have. Yeah. I, we didn't have cell phones. I don't right. have cell phone pictures of her. Right. And so I think to myself, I try to pass that idea of that legacy on to my clients. Right. You know, how would, yeah, it's so funny, especially with high school seniors. We sit there and the moms are like, oh, I want an album. And the kid is like, why, why do you want an album? It doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, come back in 20 years right. and tell me you're not happy mom bought that album. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, because they're so digitized. Yeah. And, and I yes. think I'm like, yeah, well, when your phone crashes. You know, yeah. where, where are you going to be? <laughs> well, it's just, there's just something about having the product. There yeah. just is. It's different. It yeah. is not the same. That That's great advice. Thank, thank you for doing this. Yeah. Well, thank that, you. I we hope went that from helps somebody out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like, you know, it's, you laid it out and, and it's, it's one thing for, you know, some of us that have been doing in-person sales, whatever, for a long time, but for, for someone that hasn't or is, or is new or, or even for someone that has for a while, just to have it all laid out, I think is really, really helpful. So thanks for doing that. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Enjoy the rest of your time here in Las Vegas and get home nice and safe and sound. Thanks. <laughs>